twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. And welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And Anthony Roquet is out today. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll talk about basic entry-level consumer FRS and GMRS two-way radios. We'll discuss some of the advantages and disadvantages of these low-end radios, how they are commonly used, and list some of the makes and models of these radios available today. We'll also review the Cobra CX-112 two-way radio and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialists. We talk about a lot of different kinds of radios on the two-way radio show, uh, most of which have bells, whistles, and other features that cover the spectrum of modern technology, often with operating manuals and price tags to match. But there are some radios out there that keep it simple and stick to the two basic things that two-way radios do. They send and receive radio communications. So today we're going to go back to the basics of radios and talk about some simpler models, or more specifically, those on the low end. So let's talk about the entry-level FRS and GMRS radios, Danny. All right, Rick. Um, The entry-level radios like you're talking about, uh, I would define as radios that sell below $30, uh, usually in a two-pack. And uh, these are continually some of the most popular radios on our website. We sell a lot of these radios, and um, you know, some people are very happy with these radios. We also get some complaints about these radios. And you're right, we don't talk about these radios a whole lot on the two-way radio show because there, there's not a lot of features to talk about. Um, they don't have a lot of those bells and whistles that you mentioned. So uh, in this episode, we just wanted to go through some of the advantages and disadvantages and uh, maybe help you decide, do you need to spend a little more money to get a better radio or are these low-end radios uh, what you need um, for the job? Okay, well, uh, obviously they, there's a market for some of these radios. Otherwise, they wouldn't exist at all. Um, so... Obviously, there are some advantages to having them. What are some of the advantages of of some of these low-end radios? Uh, Well, to begin with, uh, and again, the radios we're talking about are those that are reselling for under $30. And as a general rule, these are very tiny radios. They're small, they're light, and a lot of times, this is exactly what people that are buying them are looking for. And some people would consider these radios almost uh, like toys or and, and some of them are given to kids almost that's right toys. these um, a lot of the sales that we get for these radios are for birthday presents Christmas presents adults giving them the children these are walkie-talkies mm-hmm. that they a lot of kids are going to use around the house and they're perfect for that because they're they're low cost 
Um, if your kid breaks them or loses them, you're not going to be out a whole lot of money, and they'll get the job done for communication in and around the house. And they're they're small and light. That's a big advantage. And yeah. the other fact is you can pretty much put them in your pocket, carry them anywhere, really, and uh, they're just kind of handy to have. You can keep one you know, uh, in your purse if you're going shopping or something and, and uh, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, so they're really just small, light, easy to carry around, and uh, they're also simple to use. As you said, they're given a lot to kids uh, to have, not always just to play with, but also I remember one lady who had a question in an earlier episode of the show, and she wanted to give her kid a radio that was uh, safe to use. It wasn't on the CB bands because it was too much trash on the on the bands and for the for a little five year old kid. But she wanted him to have it so that when he went you know down the street to play or whatever he was doing, that she could contact him. She knew where he was and she could keep in touch with him and and uh, and, and know that he was all right. Yeah, these these low end radios are probably going to be ideal for a situation like that. Mm-hmm. And um, like you were saying. They're incredibly easy to use because when you get rid of a lot of the features that you see in some of the higher-end radios, well, those features are nice, but they also complicate the use somewhat because then you have to know how to get into the menu and turn things on and off. And uh, with these radios, you basically push the button, talk into the radio, and listen for someone to talk back. And there's not a lot to it other than that. They usually have, you know, 22 channels because they're FRS, GMRS radios. So you'll be able to select a channel. Um, you'll be able to, to control the volume. Sometimes you don't even have a headset port yeah. on these radios. Um, but uh, they do get the job done. The elderly, that's another segment of the consumer market uh, where these radios are often used. Uh, some people want to uh, give their elderly mother or father uh, or relative Uh, a radio or set of radios so they can be able to communicate with them uh, in case emergencies around the house. Yeah, exactly. What we see a lot are um, elderly people or people who are bedridden using a radio as an intercom um, where they're in one room most of the time and they need to get in touch with somebody else in the house. So um, having one of these radios is even with the low power that I guess we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, they're, they shouldn't have a problem at all communicating in and throughout a standard house. And another advantage, as you said uh, at the beginning of the show, these are very inexpensive radios, about 20 to $30 for a pair of them. So it's not like it's a, a huge outlay of funds. Uh, and that's definitely an advantage. They're yeah. also good for, for, you know, for short-range applications, uh, you know, around the house, around the neighborhood, that sort of thing, which we'll get to in a minute, some of the uses uh, for these radios. Um, what are some of the disadvantages of some of these low-end FRS, GMRS radios? Well, the biggest disadvantage is the power. In being incredibly small radios, they usually are significantly lower power than um, radios that are just a slightly step up on on the chain. I mean, Typically, these radios are going to be less than two-tenths of a watt of power. And spending, um, I don't know, ten more dollars is usually going to more than double your wattage. Mm-hmm. Um, for, you know, $40, you can get a radio with about a, a full watt of power. So $30, 0.2 watts, $40 for a watt. If 
range is a consideration at all, don't buy a low-end radio. You're not going to be happy with it at all. If, if you mm-hmm. need um, more than, I'd say, a quarter of a mile of range, don't even consider one of the radios. Uh, and we're going to mention some models in a moment, but don't even consider a, a radio in this range because you're not going to get the power out of it that you want. Because these do have very limited range at that low wattage. We're talking down the block, down the street, uh, maybe within the neighborhood. Um, I've, I've used some FRS frequencies at half a watt, and I can get a, pretty much around most of my neighborhood with it, but it also depends on the size of the neighborhood. Um, but overall, you, you don't want to use them for, for um, applications that, that take you outside of that that area yeah i would i would pin it at about a quarter of a mile if you need more than a quarter of a mile consider a different radio yeah inside the grocery store or something if you're talking about for we'll get into some of the uses in a minute but something like that is is reasonable sure. and they they also have some very very basic features you know these are uh, once again as entry-level radios there's not a whole lot to them and let's talk about a few of those features that you're going to miss out on by going with these radios. Uh, the biggest one is privacy codes. Mm-hmm. By stepping it up to the next level, you're most likely going to be able to find a radio that has privacy codes. And the biggest deal about privacy codes are filtering out communications from others using the same frequencies you are. Um, that mainly comes into play when you're in crowded areas. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to a theme park where there are a lot of other people using FRS, GMRS radios and you don't want to listen to other people chatter all day, going with a radio that has privacy codes is probably your best bet. Yeah. Now, if you're, like we said, in and around your house or your office and there aren't a lot of other radio communication, there's not a lot of other radio communication going on, privacy codes aren't going to be as important. So one of these radios may be a consideration. Weather channels is something else that you can get. Weather channels are um, available on almost every radio over $30. Now, under $30, there are very few radios. Cobra, and we're going to talk about this more in a, in a moment, Cobra has changed the game by adding weather channels to their low-end radios. But Midland, Motorola, still you have to go up to a higher-level radio to get that feature. Mm-hmm. And. Another disadvantage of these low-end radios is that they're really not all that durable. They're not. They're generally not waterproof. They're not dustproof. That sort of thing. So it, these are the kind of radios that, uh, if you drop them in in the sink or something, uh, it's uh, that's pretty much uh, the end of that radio. And, and they're not as durable as higher-end radios of its class. You're not going to see them where you can drop them, and and they're not going to be shatterproof or or uh, uh, that sort of thing. Right. You said it from the outset. These radios kind of feel like toys. Yeah, yeah. And that's absolutely correct. When you when you hold one of these radios, it does feel like a toy. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not necessarily a toy. I mean, it's an FRS, GMRS radio. It'll communicate with high-end radios. Mm-hmm. It'll get the job done, but you need to know what to expect from it. And durability is not something to expect from it. Yeah. What are some of the uses for these low-end radios. I mean, if, if we're talking about the disadvantages and the advantages, and it seems like the disadvantages seem to outweigh some of the advantages, but that's not always necessarily the case. Once again, it has a lot of this depends on uh, your application of these radios, and there's some situations where uh, having these little radios is actually uh, very advantageous. 
Right. And and think about it like this. The we'll get into some specific cases, but these radios are good for short-range situations where you're not in a crowd with a lot of other people using radios. Some mm-hmm. examples is, um, like we've mentioned several times, around the house. Um, mm-hmm. Also, family outings. Like, let's say you go to a park with your yeah. family. Um, there's not going to be a lot of other people using radios, and you're going to be in fairly close range with your family most of the time. So that would be a good example. Um, around the neighborhood. Yep. Block parties. Um, shopping trips um, is another example. Now, I wouldn't say um, you can use these radios at a mall, for example, because no, in a, no. a large mall with you know one family members in one store on one end and other family members in another, you're probably not going to get that kind of range. But if you're going to um, you know your local super center or something, you're yeah. Uh, you're going to be fine. And that's what we're really talking about here. You're going to, um, the, you know, the, the local Walmart or the, uh, the supermarket or something. And, uh, and and this is what my family does sometimes. And we'll, we'll sometimes take the radios with us. And uh, I'll be on one of the store. My wife will be on the other end of the store. And uh, my son and daughter somewhere around. And, and, and we're all sort of pulling different items to kind of make the shopping trip a little easier and, and a little faster to to complete and everybody's out getting this and that and it's easy to communicate back and forth to to get it all done that's right um, there are also a few hobbies that um, would pair well with low-end radios um, bird watching mm-hmm. model railroading model rocketry are some examples that come to mind and we've talked about that and we did an episode called uh, fun with frs where we talked about some of the hobbies in which they're used there are quite a few of them out there where people are using radios Um, there are a few business uses for these radios as well now uh, businesses i typically wouldn't recommend using gmrs frequencies because of the licensing situation but frs is completely free game and um, we have some businesses that use these radios, um, local theaters. Yeah. You need short range to talk from uh, backstage to maybe an, an onstage um, actor. Um, we've definitely seen that, but make sure you look for a model that supports um, earpieces. Yeah. Um, also, photography. It's yeah. common for uh, photographers to need to communicate with assistants that may be in and around them, but not within earshot. Um, so there are a few business cases for this type of radio as well. Just keep in mind that things like battery life and recharge times. If you're a business using a radio like this, you you may want to go with something a little more durable if you're going to be using the radios frequently. Well, there are definitely some uses for these low-end radios. Uh, let's talk about some of the entry-level radios that are available that are out there on the market. Um, sure. Now, um, the way most manufacturers um, have always set this up is they'll have a very low-end radio that sells for around $20 to $25 that's just a two-pack of radios. You'll have to put your own AA or AAA batteries in the radio. And then for 5 to $10 more, you could get a set of radios with rechargeable batteries and a charger in the package. Cobra is uh, one of those. There's a CX-112 radio which is $25 or $24.99, something like that. And we'll be reviewing that uh, later on in the show. Yeah, and um, that radio is the same radio that comes in the CXT-145 package. In the CXT-145, 
you get a charger and rechargeable batteries. Um, Cobra also has still available a CXT-135, mm-hmm. which is a two-pack of radios with the charger that's also less than $30. Um, the 112 and the 145 have NOAA weather channels, so that's a nice bonus for Cobra at this price point. And, and that's what we were talking about earlier uh, about the limited features. Uh, Cobra seems to be the only manufacturer right now that actually is including the NOAA weather channel features and the uh, weather alerts, that sort of thing, in their lowest end model. So uh, that's actually pretty good value, I think. Right. And that's new for them. That's uh, With this most recent series they've introduced, they've got NOAA throughout. And uh, I do like that. And I think it gives mm-hmm. them an advantage over Midland and Motorola on yeah. a low-end product. Well, speaking of Midland, Midland has a, a couple models of their own. Actually, they have one model on the lowest end uh, that has an option for adding a recharger with that as well, and that's the LXT-118. Right, Rick. The, the LXT-118 is, is um, just a two-pack of radios that operates on AAA batteries, and then uh, that's currently sells for $19.99, and um, there's an LXT-118VP, which is a value pack, which includes two LXT-118 radios plus a charger and rechargeable batteries mm. and none of those have the no weather channels same thing with motorola um motorola has a couple of um, radios on that end and uh they actually is basically the same model here but they're both they're different colors yeah with motorola we have the mg160a and the mg167a one's pink one's blue we've, we've done a review of these in the past on an episode the issue I have with Motorola is they no longer have a set of radios that doesn't include a charger and rechargeable batteries. Mm -hmm. So um, the MG160A and 167A include the rechargeable batteries in a charger, but if you're looking for something at a lower price without those batteries, you're going to have to choose a brand other than Motorola since they've recently discontinued the FV300. Aside from Cobra and Midland and Motorola, there are a number of other manufacturers of, of really low-end radios and, and you, you'll find some of those that are really more the you know the kid type radios but I, I don't know that I would really use those per se I, I think if you were going to go with with uh, an entry-level radio you, you know, kind of started off with something that has a little bit more to it than the, uh, the SpongeBob shaped radios that kind of thing yeah that's a good point you do see um, often walkie-talkies that are Disney branded or they have some type of brand and usually they're um, not great radios. You're paying for the brand that's on there. Or the cartoon character or whatever. You're you're not getting as good a quality of radio. Now, you know, if your kid's really into Disney and you you want a car's walkie-talkie, that may be the best thing for your your child. But um, the radio quality don't expect it to be quite as good as even these yeah. low-end radios that we're talking about. Don't here. don't don't expect too much from those. <laughs> well, uh, th- that pretty much covers you know the entry level uh, FRS and GMRS radios. Um, any other thoughts on that? Uh, I think we covered it. Okay. Well, coming up, we'll review the Cobra CX112 FRS GMRS two-way radio. Is it a high value on the low end, or does this entry-level radio even get in the door? We'll find out next on the Two-Way Radio Show. 
Searching for two-way radios? Buy two-way radios has what you need. Buy two-way radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy two-way radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. Our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. And this week we're going to review an FRS GMRS two-way radio from Cobra, the CX-112. All right, talking about the CX-112, um, and this is one of the low-end radios that we just spent um, 15 minutes uh, <laughs> talking about uh, during the main part of the show. So I'm not going to cover again a lot of the uses and, and things like that where, right. where you would want to use this radio, applications for it. Um, just the facts. Just, the fact <laughs> is this is my favorite of the low-end radios. Really? It really is, and uh, I'll tell you why. Because there's two things that this radio has that none of the other sub thirty dollar radios have, and um, one of them we talked about earlier, and that's NOAA weather channels. Yeah, that's a big that's a big plus for me. Right, and if you can get a radio with NOAA weather channels for roughly the same price as one without, then it sounds like a good deal to me. Um, but they also have micro USB charging. And that's an interesting feature on these radios. It's a very nice feature that I like. Now, with the CX-112, there's a higher-end package that sells for $5 more that includes rechargeable batteries and a charger. That's not a bad deal. You're going to pay more than $5 just to buy six AAA batteries to put in these radios. So why not go ahead and step it up to the the CXT-145, get the rechargeable batteries, and a charger? Well, with the micro-USB charging... You have a lot of charging flexibility. Um, most likely, um, there's already a device in your house that has a micro USB charger. Um, a, a Kindle, I can think of, yeah. uses that. A lot of some, cell phones some cell use phones, that. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, you know, if you're out and you forget your charger, it's a lot easier to find one. And, um, you know, it's a lot cheaper. If you, if you have a set of Midland LXT 118s and you lose your charger, You've got to come to us and buy a new one for I don't know they're they're ten or fifteen dollars it's it's crazy you could almost get another set of radios yeah for, for what you price. pay for a, a replacement charger for some of those radios micro USB was a nice addition and I applaud Cobra for that now having said that if you just get a pair of CX one twelves that that use the regular alkaline batteries. Um, do not try to use the USB charging port on the alkaline batteries. That won't work. That's not that's a, good a great idea. point. Make sure you use the rechargeable batteries that come with the CXT one forty five set. Yes. Um, well, that being said, I, I like this radio, and I want to qualify that by saying I like this radio for what it is. This is a low end radio. It it gets the job done. Listen to the earlier part of the show where we talk about 
when you want to use a radio like this and when not to use a radio like this. Yeah, it, it won't replace my GXT 1050s. It will it not. It, it's it's not. This radio was not designed for that. This is a radio where you press the button, you talk, and you only need short range out of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it's built to be an inexpensive radio. The display is not great. The display is incredibly tiny. But yeah. really, with this radio, all you need to see is a channel number and well, maybe you got a, a, a battery indicator. If you keep a magnifying glass in your pocket, it's a little yeah. easier. <laughs> it probably would be. But for what it is, I like this radio. Comparing it with other radios in this price range, this is the radio I would buy. Mm-hmm. Now, it has 10 weather channels. It has a Roger beep. There's there's a, a feature there. <laughs> uh, it has some power saver circuitry, so that and that actually can come in handy to, to help preserve battery life uh, when you need it. Has a call alert, and... Uh, that's uh, that's pretty much what it has. <laughs> yeah, that's um, features you'll find on every other two-way radio in the world. <laughs> okay, I, 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 it has 22 channels. FRS, it has all the FRS and GMRS channels. I, I, I did forget about that. That's important, too. Like every other FRS, GMRS radio yeah, exa- in the world. Exactly. Don't expect exactly. anything innovative from this radio. It's a, it, it gets the job done, and it's a low price. Now... Also, on the spec sheet I'm looking at, it says up to 16 miles of range. And um, i got to say, that's laughable. Uh, I, I wouldn't tell you yeah. <laughs> to buy this radio if you needed more than a quarter of a mile of range. So yeah, uh, ignore the 16-mile range um, claim. Now, it does have a couple of other things here. It has an auto squelch, and most of those radios are going to have that. <laughs> it does have the LCD display that needs the little magnifying glass, uh, and that's not that doesn't come with the radio. <laughs> yeah, every other radio has everything this radio has, other yeah. than micro USB charging and well, NOAA key, weather channel. It has a keystroke tone signal. Just like every other radio in the world. A speaker, microphone, charger jack, okay. And a bell, it comes with a belt clip. Just like every other radio. Just like radio. every other radio. <laughs> and a one-year warranty. Okay. Now, the I, I do have to say the speaker microphone jack is something that you won't find on some of the Motorola radios um, in this price range. So that that is nice. Yeah, that's a nice plus for it. But it, it's a small radio. It's light. It's uh, easy to carry. Um, you know, for the applications that we mentioned in the last segment, it's, it's going to be quite adequate for that. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, anything else we can add to this? I mean, uh, you, you like the radio. I mean, I like it. I like the, the radio. There, there's channels. not a whole lot to say about the radio. There's not a lot of features we can go no, over. That's true. It's a low price radio with a couple of things that you're not going to find on other radios of this same price. It's my favorite radio right. for under $30. All right. Uh, you think Anthony, would, if he were here, if he would uh, say it's a, it's a cool little radio? I think he would. Okay. I'll, uh, we can definitely say it's not the worst radio. I'll make a note of that. <laughs> no, it's not the worst radio, that's for it's sure. It's not. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, we have some comments and questions from email, our blog, and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Our first one comes from Glenn. And he says, hi, I have a Kenwood TK3101, but I just purchased a second radio from a friend, a Kenwood TK360G. I cannot get these on the same frequency. Is this something you can help with, or are they not compatible? 
Thanks, and that's from Glenn. Uh, I probably can't help with that. The the TK3101 is a GMRS radio. Mm-hmm. So that's a 15-channel radio. All the channels um, correspond to the, the standard GMRS channel numbers and frequencies. So um, if he wanted his 360G to talk to it, he would need to program it to GMRS frequencies. I now... Um, I know there's a couple versions of the 360G out there, um, and um, he would need to make sure that he has one that supports the frequency range in the 460s. So I believe there's a 440 to 470 mm-hmm. UHF version of the 360G. He would need to have that version before this would even be a possibility. And if he has that version, he could simply get the programming software, program in the GMRS frequencies, and he's good to go. Now, I would suggest, you know, you need to check the FCC to make sure it's Part 95 type accepted. Yeah, that's important. If it's uh, not type accepted, then you're technically not supposed to use it for GMRS frequencies. Um, But um, there you go. Certain versions of the 360G will definitely talk to the 3101. This next question is from Roy, and he's talking about the KGUV8D dual-band radio from Ushin. He wants to know, is it possible that when the 2.5K step is released, the firmware can be updated on the 5K units? I hope to have the option to use with my fire department as well as ham uses, and our EMS frequencies will need the 2.5K step, and that's from Roy. Unfortunately, that's not going to be possible. The the KGUV8D um, is not a firmware updatable radio. So if you um, have the 5K step version, there's not an option and I don't know if there would ever be an option to take that to the 2.5K step version. Yeah, which incidentally, the 2.5K step is available. We have it at buytourradios.com, the uh, the 2.5K step. Yeah, it's been around for, I would say, maybe a month now. Yeah, yeah. All right, and uh, our, final, uh, our final question comes from Brett. And uh, and I want to apologize, Brett, because I had this one actually pulled uh, some time back uh, and set it on my desk because I wanted to make sure it got on the show, and somehow it got misplaced. And I, uh, I found it for this episode, and I want to read it now. He says, uh, Hi, Rick. I'm a new listener to the Two-Way Radio Show, and I am the Brett that Danny and you thank in episode 68, uh, titled Repeaters. I've mentioned this to Danny, but here now also to you, An excellent job you're all doing with Two-Way Radio Show and by Two-Way Radios, and thank you. I'm a two-way radiophile from back in the 70s who has only these past six months returned to radio as I begin partial retirement from an IT net admin career. If back 40 years ago I had the kind of info available to me that the Two-Way Radio Show shares so beautifully, I would have likely built a career around my early love of radio. In the past few months, I've been listening to new and old two-way radio shows in no particular order. And one show that I cannot now recall, I believe you mentioned that your son Tommy has a new ham rig that is both a mobile and base unit via an AC-DC power supply. I might be wrong about the rig, but what I recall is you mentioning that Tommy has hooked up a mobile antenna in the home for temporary use. Is that true? I'm not a ham operator yet, but since I've returned to radio this past year, I pulled out my old 11-meter CB equipment, a nice AM SSB base station. At the moment, I live in a condo where it's not possible for me to mount an outside antenna, but if I could use a mobile magnetic mount antenna temporarily, this could work for short-range communication with my wife, for example. 
Do I recall correctly from the two-way radio show that Tommy fashioned some sort of two or ten meter mobile antenna that is acting temporarily as a base station wire? If so, is it a magnetic mount antenna and how exactly is that working? Does he have some kind of metallic surface acting as a reflective ground plane? If I'm way off on what I think I heard on the two-way radio show regarding this antenna configuration, then forgive me. Thanks in advance, Rick. And that's from Brett. Um, Brett, that's a, a good question. And uh, actually, you uh, you remembered uh, correctly. I did mention that uh, Tommy had rigged up a um, an antenna inside his room. He what he did was he actually turned his uh, bedroom into his ham shack. And he has an Ushin KGUV920PA radio in his room with a mobile antenna. Uh, he is using a Tram 1185 antenna. This is a, a mobile mag mount antenna. And he actually has it sitting on a, a pizza pan uh, pie plate, a uh, metal pie plate. Uh, and it's uh, uh, stuck to it and on the uh, desk in his room and he uses that to get out and, and it actually works very very well uh, he's hitting repeaters all around the area and he's not even using them on uh, high power he's actually uh, hitting most of the repeaters around the area on a low power and he's doing really well with it he and I get on uh, some of the nets at night and uh, with his rig and, and actually can get out there so uh, it's actually quite effective what you need is you need something that serves as a ground plane for that antenna and uh, that's what he has it stuck to the uh, pizza pan plate for us to, to serve as a ground plane and it does work good advice Brett also thank you for uh, for the kind words for the two-way radio show we're glad to have you as a listener and uh, uh, keep listening definitely thanks Brett all right. Well, I guess that does it for our questions and answers this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buytwowayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, blueberry.com, or stream it to your vehicle or smartphone on Stitcher. All right. I guess that does it for uh, this episode. Before we go... Any other final comments? I'm out of comments. All right. Today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening, and until next time, for the two-way radio show, I'm Rick Savoya. And I'm Danny Feemster. And we're out. <laughs>